What's up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of Surfing the Stream, where every week we are on a quest to find out what is the greatest movie of all time. I am Matt Primo, here today to review one of the newly released movies out in theaters and HBO Max, and that is The Suicide Squad. It's a reboot slash sequel, I guess, to the uh, to the original Suicide Squad, but they don't make any connection to that movie other than some reoccurring characters, so it's its own thing, I guess? I, I don't know. But today, here to review a non-spoiler review for the Suicide Squad, and boy, I'm going to tell you, you need to go watch this movie. Just right off the bat, go watch this movie. Uh, just skip this review and go straight into the movie. It'll be perfectly okay. But if you would like to hear my thoughts on why I love this movie so much, then obviously keep on listening on. So if you like what we're doing here and you want to consider supporting us, go to patreon.com slash two game. That is the number two and support us at any of those tiers, and you get access to a slew of extra content that is exclusive only to our Patreon supporters. Shout out to our $20 tier supporters, Carmen Edmonds, Eric Hernandez, Sharon Petrie, and Lindsay Humble. We appreciate y'all supporting us every month at that $20 tier. Thank you so much. Without y'all, we would not be able to do this. So, again, thank you. So, that's enough of all that. It's time to jump into this review, this non-spoiler review of The Suicide Squad. I'm going to try my, my best to keep this on a little bit of the uh, the shorter side as far as an episode goes. Uh, because, one, i got to record a bunch of other stuff. Two, I don't think there's much I can really say that is going to be non-spoilers. Because there's a bunch of spoilers in this movie. Like, if I tell you what goes on, it's just it's going to ruin the movie. So, I'm going to try my best. And I'm going to give you all just the, just the minor details of what to expect going into this movie. And... Hey, if you like this kind of movie, then obviously you're going to like this movie versus uh, if you don't like this kind of stuff, then you're obviously not going to like this movie. So it's going to kind of aim my review around that kind of structure. So let's jump into the plot and the fun facts. So the Suicide Squad. Supervillains Harley Quinn, Bloodsport, Peacemaker, and a collection of nutty cons at Bell Reeve Prison join the super secret, super shady Task Force X as they are dropped off at the remote, enemy-infused island of Corto Maltese. This movie is directed by James Gunn, who has directed Movie 43 and then Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 1 and Volume 2. This movie had a reported budget of $185 million, and so far in one weekend, like I said, this movie just released uh, this past weekend, and it grossed worldwide $70.2 million in that opening weekend. Uh, it's been kind of seen as a little bit of a letdown. They didn't say, you know, it bombed so far. But, you know, there's a lot of different contributing factors as to why it only opened with $72.2 million. You can kind of attribute that to, you know, the pandemic, which we don't really talk about on any of our podcasts. Because, hey, you're not here to listen about that outside world crap. You're here to listen about movies. So, the less said about that, the better. Uh, but that is a contributing factor. Also, HBO Max ha- has this movie on there, so you can watch it on there. And it's not like Disney Plus where you have to pay extra money for those movies. So they're not getting extra money through HBO Max. So it's hard to tell if this movie is a, is a huge success or not based off of the opening weekend. This movie stars Idris Elba, Margot Robbie, John Cena, and Joel Kinnaman. It has a runtime of 2 hours and 12 minutes. And it was released worldwide August 6, 2021. 
James Gunn specifically filled the Suicide Squad with obscure and unknown villains since he felt that was more faithful to the comics. Uh, Idris Elba was initially hired to replace Will Smith, but later they decided that he should play a new character to allow Smith to return in the future. Uh, James Gunn wanted Dave Bautista to play Peacemaker, but Bautista actually turned it down to play the lead role in Zack Snyder's Army of the Dead. Suicide comic writer John Ostrander plays Dr. Fitzgibbon in this film. James Gunn tried using as many and as much practical effects as possible. He found it a relief after working on the CGI-heavy Guardians of the Galaxy movies. This movie was filmed entirely with IMAX certified, I'm assuming that's RED cameras. Uh, This is the first R-rated film to be filmed entirely in IMAX. So as I mentioned earlier, I absolutely love this movie. I think it, when it's all said and done, this might be one of the best movies of the year. I think it's kind of going under the radar a little bit. I know that we're kind of, again, I don't want to get too much into it because we don't usually talk about that on the show. But with the with the Delta variant coming out uh, again and people are kind of you know fleeing the theaters, it's interesting to see if this movie succeeds as well as it should. I mean, this movie is getting great reviews from all the critics. Uh, but I feel like it's just going to ultimately just fall flat because of the circumstances and the time of the release and whatnot. So it's kind of sad that it'll end up like that. I really would love a Suicide Squad 2 sequel from James Gunn. I would absolutely love that. Uh, but just to jump into a few of the things that I love about this movie and whether or not you should go see it, obviously you should. Uh, but I think this movie is for a specific audience. I don't think it's nearly... The, uh, the most niche movie like, you know, The Green Knight is where only a certain amount of people are going to like it. I think this movie is geared definitely towards a specific crowd. So if you're in that crowd, then obviously you're going to love this movie. But I think there's something in here for everybody that that you can find and enjoy. I mean, I haven't let my wife watch it, but I think she would... Nah, I'll take that back. She's not going to like it. <laughs> she, uh, she does not like these types of movies, so I, I do take that back. But I feel like... This can be the R-rated version of the Guardians of the Galaxy that everybody's kind of didn't know they wanted, but now we got it. Uh, That's the best way I can describe this movie. It's an R-rated version of the Guardians of the Galaxy. If you liked Guardians of the Galaxy, and that's one of your favorite Marvel movies, and you thought to yourself, wow, it'd be really great if they had a lot of violence in this movie. If they had, you know, F-bombs, and they just did stupid stuff to the extreme with no cap on the you know the rating and it wasn't PG-13 then this is definitely the movie for you. I mean, like I said, this is a R-rated Guardians of the Galaxy and that's not a bad thing. I I've always liked Guardians of the Galaxy 1 over 2 and to me this feels more like 1 than anything. It is just it's almost kind of kind of crazy just how similar both of those movies are. It's just this one's R-rated compared to that one. So, like I said, if, if you like those kinds of movies, then this is what you're going to get out of this movie. This movie is over-the-top, uh, super violent, highly entertaining. I mean, it's got some great, great action sequences in it. It's some of the best action sequences that I've seen in a DC movie in a very, very long time, even in Marvel. 
I mean, the action in this movie is significantly better than anything that was ever in Black Widow, which just released a couple months ago. So there's a plus. If you didn't like the action in Black Widow, you're going to get it in this movie, and it's super violent on top of that. I mean, there's one point, there's one particular moment in the film, I'm not going to spoil it, so don't get don't get weird, uh, that it when it happens, it's almost like a Zack Snyder moment, and you'll know what I'm talking about if you're if you're into Zack Snyder movies. It's like it's like a freeze frame almost, and it's like a really really great shot that could be like on a poster. Uh, it happens towards the end of the movie. It's just a great solid moment that I would love to have like a poster in my room or like a screensaver or or something. It was just a really dope looking image that they put on the screen. And when it comes to action, you always wonder, well, how does the CGI hold up? I mean, I know he went with more practical effects versus CGI, but there is some CGI in this movie, obviously. And I gotta say, most of it is pretty great. Uh, I watched this movie exclusively on my phone, and I only noticed a couple of instances here and there of where it just looked like really just out of place, and it kind of took me out of the action and whatnot. But really, it was it was great throughout the movie. Did not really notice it. Uh, it looked pretty practical uh, for a majority of the, the viewing, I have to say. I don't know how this movie would look on like a big screen, but on my phone, it, it looked pretty great. Uh, no complaints from that department for me, uh, especially given the movies that we've seen recently, Black Widow or Jungle Cruise. This is definitely better in that department as far as CGI goes, uh, that it doesn't take you out of the movie. Jungle Cruise was by far the worst out of the three that I've just mentioned. Uh, I, I would say that this movie is probably the best as far as CGI and how the action sequences look all the way around. Now, another movie that I would compare this to is Deadpool. And I'm not necessarily saying that there's any fourth wall breaking in this movie because there's not. But I, you can kind of compare it to Deadpool because Deadpool is obviously rated R comedy from Marvel. Whereas this is a R-rated comedy for DC. They're very similar in what they do, but the comedy is different. I find the Suicide Squad to be more entertaining with better characters and more comedic than Deadpool. I find this to be an overall better movie than Deadpool, and that's just my opinion, but I just think this is just a better all-around movie than Deadpool ever was. Like, coming out of this movie, I'm super excited to see it again, whereas Deadpool, I'm like, yeah, that, that was okay. I mean, you can check out my review for it in depth. I mean, go, go check that out. It's already uploaded and whatnot but this movie is just from beginning to end just so entertaining I didn't want to pause it you know I watched this over the course of a few hours because I watched it at work so I didn't watch it in one continuous sitting which is a real bummer because I just wanted more of these characters more of this world and more from James Gunn like I could definitely dig a sequel to this movie and I already mentioned that but I would definitely be all on board for the Suicide Squad 2. Coming into this movie, I did not have high expectations for this movie. I was actually not excited to watch this whatsoever. The only thing that kind of gave me a little bit of hope were the great reviews that it had gotten uh, the week or two up to the movie. Uh, but with the, the trailers and whatnot, I just didn't find any enjoyment. I was like, I don't need this movie. I really don't. The first Suicide Squad was absolutely terrible. And they promised you this comedic take on the Suicide Squad. It was supposed to be like the Guardians of the Galaxy movie before it. 
and it was supposed to be comedic and, and just great, whereas it turned into this hot garbage that was just like two hours of waste of my time, and like I'll never get that time back. I absolutely just do not like that movie. And what did DC do? They went out and got the guy that did Guardians of the Galaxy, and that's how we ended up with The Suicide Squad. So overall, I absolutely love this movie. I think the film is so self-aware of just how ridiculous these characters are, which I haven't even mentioned that yet. The characters. The characters are absolutely amazing. And to kind of branch off of the point I was just trying to make, that the film is so self-aware, it's it's ridiculous. And that works to its advantage in this movie. James Gunn knows that these characters are just ridiculous. Like Polka Dot Man... That's just that's the dumbest thing that you could ever think of for a villain. And he makes them look cool and gives them meaning and gives them each their own little moment in this movie, which just makes it all the much better. And you manage to make me care for these F-list villains that I've never heard of before. Never. I've never heard of Polka Dot Man. I've never heard of Ratcatcher 2. It's just uh, these obscure villains... Uh, from the DC catalog that nobody's ever heard of. And now I want more from these characters because they were the best part of the entire movie. Obviously, the comedy really, really, you know, obviously carries the movie. But these characters are the heart of the movie. Now, some standout characters that uh, that are in this movie. Idris Elba, his character Bloodsport was really great. John Cena was probably my favorite out of all of them. John Cena, to me, was... He was the funniest out of all the characters. He plays uh, Peacemaker. Uh, Sylvester Stallone voices King Shark. He did really great. Uh, David, I'm going to say his name wrong. Uh, David Das Malkian. Uh, he was Polka Dot Man. Really great. And then Margot Robbie, who I have not really enjoyed. I've enjoyed her as Harley Quinn, but she's never been someone that I'm like, oh my God, she's been the best character in this movie. Obviously, she was probably the best part of the original Suicide Squad movie, but that's not really saying much. Uh, but she actually has some moments to shine in this movie. At the very beginning of the movie, you think, oh, well, are they even really going to keep her in this movie at all? And it's like halfway through the movie, she starts to become not a pivotal character, but she starts getting more screen time, and she actually does a lot with a little, and it's it's actually pretty great, I have to say. Uh, but those are my my MVPs, as you say, of the movie. Uh, overall, just I love the humor, the weird psychedelic acid trip moments that make up probably about 80% of the movie, I would say. It's just all the comedy in this movie is pretty great. In fact, where Deadpool, you know, they were just trying to throw so many jokes at the wall and just hoping something lands, this was the exact opposite. I felt like all the comedy was pretty smart. Uh, yeah, there's a few jokes here and there that didn't really that didn't really land for me. But for the most part, 80% of those jokes landed for me, and they were great every single time. Uh, it got many, many chuckles from me. And I cannot recommend this movie enough. So if you like Guardians of the Galaxy and you've always wanted an R-rated version of that movie, then you are going to love The Suicide Squad. If you like Deadpool and you want some more R-rated comedy from superheroes, then obviously this is going to be a great movie for you. If you do not like R-rated movies with your superheroes, then obviously not going to be for you because this is a hard R. Hard R. Uh, but I recommend this to anybody. If you're an, obviously an adult, then you should definitely go check this out. Give it a chance. Now, 
if you're a huge fan of the series, these some of these characters or these actors, then I recommend going to see it in theaters. I know, again, I want to keep bringing it up, but I keep doing it. The pandemic. I, I know it's an issue, but if you have the opportunity to go see it in theaters, I highly recommend you go do it. It is worth the $15 to see this on the big screen because there's just so many colors that pop on on the movie that I think it would look really great in the movie theater. But obviously, if you have on HBO Max, then go watch it on HBO Max. Just go watch this movie. However you can, go watch it. I kind of wish I would have saved it for the theater because this would have been a perfect movie for the theater, in my opinion, and worth the 15 bucks. Uh, this is definitely going to be a movie that I get when it comes out on DVD. Hopefully going to steal that uh, Steelbook edition, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, definitely something worth checking out and highly recommend it. I gave it four stars. I, I think it's just a great all-around movie and it's definitely rewatchable uh, and it's going to be something that I'm definitely going to watch again before it leaves HBO Max. But that's going to be my review for this Suicide Squad. If you've seen it, let me know what you think about it. If you've seen it and you hate it, please let me know why you don't like it as much as everybody else. I'm very curious. Is it the comedy? Is it the action? Is it the the obscure characters? Or or what is it? I would love to hear your thoughts. Email us at twogamepodcast at gmail.com. That is the number two. Or drop us a comment on Facebook. Or go to our Patreon Patreon.com slash two game again, the number two, and leave us a comment on there as well. But I appreciate y'all joining me, and I will catch y'all next time on another episode.